This morning we talked about our God loves to do great exploits. Tonight I want to talk to you about how our God loves to use just a few. So turn with me to Matthew chapter 18. And we're going to start in verses 19 and 20. Verse 18, Verily, I say unto you, Whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. So God's telling us in His Word. In fact, this is Jesus. This comes straight from the horse's mouth, so to speak. He tells us that <clears throat> there's just a couple of us gathered together. In His name, He's going to be right there in the midst of us. Now, I know my God, and I know He goes beyond that because He's there when it's just me. But we can rest assured, based on what His Word says, that when there's just two or three of us, He's there with us. You know, sometimes we get down and we kind of pout and say, well, look, man, there's only a handful of us. What's God going to do? But His Word tells us the contrary. He tells us, I'm going to be there with you. In fact, we're, we looked at some examples this morning. And uh, I've got some others I want to mention to you where, you know, typically if you look at what God did in the Bible, He did it with just one or a few. Very few times do you see that He took a large group of people to do something. The example we gave this morning of Gideon where He took uh, 300 instead of the 30,000. He just uses a few. Now, 300 is a large number, but it's only 1% of what he started with. Jonah. He sent Jonah to Nineveh. He sent one man for a whole city. Uh, Moses. Mo- he used Moses to lead the Israelites out. Now, Moses also had a little help. He had Aaron. And Joshua later on kind of helped him out some. Moses had some supporters. But he used just the one man to reach that entire nation. To bring them to where God had them to be. So, you know, I I think this message tonight is really for those of you that are here. As I like to tell you, these are the ones I know I can count on. You're going to be here. If at all possible, you'll be here. I know I can count on you. And sometimes this little handful of people starts getting discouraged, and I throw myself right in the pot with y'all. You get discouraged and and wore out, and you say, God, if, if we could just get everybody on board, look at what we could do. But that doesn't bear witness with what you see in the Bible. How many did Jesus pick? 
12. That ain't very many. When you look at the task he had at hand, that ain't very many people. When, when Jesus sent his disciples out, how did he send them? Two at a time. See, it don't take much. We talked about this morning about God wanting the glory. He don't need to use a lot of people. Thank God He chooses to use to use us. Man, that's a wonderful blessing. He don't have to do that. God can do whatever He wants to do. He don't need us. But He chooses to use us to reach people. He chooses to use us to, to perform His work on this earth. But He don't choose a lot. He chooses a few. So what does it mean for us that... He only chooses a few. Well, it means we don't have to worry about numbers. It also means we don't have to worry about how much money or resources we have. We don't have to worry about all the little details. How many times do you find yourself asking God, God, how are you going to do this? It don't seem possible. But God always does it, doesn't He? He always has a way. He's got a plan. And he says, he always this is how he tells me, he just Kevin, just hang on a minute. Just watch what I'm gonna do. And every time I do, okay, God. It seems like as soon as I do that, I let go of it and say, Okay, God. Then I see something happen. It didn't require me uh saving up a mass of money. It didn't require me going out and recruiting everybody I could find. You know, the army, that's what they do. They just, they try to attack it with sheer numbers. Let's just overwhelm them. Right? Y'all remember back in Desert Storm when that general had that term he kind of coined shock and awe? Just overwhelm them all at one time. The more devastating you can be at once, the better. But that's not how God does things. How many of you know God could do things like that? Amen. You look at the Egyptians when they tried to cross that Red Sea all at one time. Whoosh! Wiped them out. Oh, He can. That ain't the way He normally works. Normally, He takes just a handful of people, a select people, a peculiar people, and He uses them to do His work. Why? We talked about it this morning. Somebody ought to know. So that He gets the glory, right? So that He gets the glory. Because otherwise, they would say, well, look, that church has 30,000 members. They've got millions of dollars in offering. Of course they can do that. Right? But when you got a little small group of people, not a whole lot, just got whatever resources they have, and then all of a sudden, God does something awesome. They can't get the glory then. It belongs to God. That's how He chooses to work. Let me give you another thing. <clears throat> As God begins to use us, I want you to understand something else.
Let's just look at Kennard. The population sign is just just south of 400. I don't remember. It kind of changes every now. It's 370, 380, somewhere in there. And we've got several churches. The natural side of Kevin wants to think, man, if we could just get all of those church members, all the ones that go to church, to just be dedicated and commit their time the way the handful does, look at what we could do. But I want to tell you how God looks at this. You see, it's those those handfuls that actually preserve a city. It's those handfuls that that withhold the judgment of God. And you, you may say, well, how, how do you know that, Kevin? Well, let's turn over to Genesis chapter 18. Let's start in verse 23. It's about ten verses we're going to read. and Some of it's a little bit repetitive, but we're going, to, we're going to do it anyway. Genesis 18, verse 23. <clears throat> and Abraham drew near and said... Now, let me tell you what's going on here instead of just dropping you in the middle. This is where God is about to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And Abraham's... Was he cousin, brother-in-law? I can't remember now. Nephew, okay. Lives there. So Abraham's concerned. Number one, Abraham's not just concerned for him, right? We're talking about a great loss of life here. I want you all to notice that now. You think Abraham didn't know what went on in this city, these cities. But his concern is for the great loss of life that's about to take place. Y'all think we wouldn't be just tore up if a nuclear weapon hit Houston? Man, think of the devastation. Just the the sheer loss of life. Man, I mean, that has to be a terrible thing for an entire city. We don't know the population of these cities. But Abraham saw that, and I'm sure he was just tore up inside knowing what's about to happen, right? It ain't just his family he's concerned about. Think of all those lost souls. So, he's, he's kind of the intercessor here. He's trying to sway God and, and find out just exactly what it's going to take to save them, right? And Abraham drew near and said, Wilt thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Peradventure there be fifty righteous within the city. Wilt thou also destroy and I spare the place for the fifty righteous that are therein? That be far from thee to do after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked, and that the righteous should be as the wicked. That be far from thee. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? See, he's saying there ain't no way you can do that, God. If, if there's righteous there, you can't destroy them. They can't have the same punishment as the wicked. And the Lord said, If I find in Sodom 
fifty righteous within the city, then I will spare all the place for their sakes. And Abraham answered and said, Behold, now I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord, which am but dust and ashes. He, he realizes what he's doing, okay? He's not a fool. You know, have you ever had a, a kid ask you something and you tell them no? And then, well, maybe you remember as a kid. There's some things I just didn't want to go ask. Because I knew wrath was imminent. I just didn't want to ask. But finally, you kind of build up enough guts to go and ask. And the Lord said, well, no, I'm sorry, let me just move on down. Uh, verse 28, Peradventure there shall lack five of the fifty righteous. Wilt thou destroy all the city for lack of five? And he said, If I find there forty and five, I will not destroy it. And he spake unto him yet again and said, Peradventure there shall be forty found there. And he said, I will not do so. I will not do it for forty's sake. And he said unto him, O let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak. Peradventure there shall be thirty be found there. And he said, I will not do it if I find thirty there. And he said, Behold now, I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord. Peradventure there shall be twenty found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for twenty's sake. And he said, O let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak yet but this once. Peradventure ten shall be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for ten's sake. And the Lord went his way, and as soon as he had left communing with Abraham, and Abraham returned unto his place. So, you've got a city that's on the brink of destruction. And Abraham gets all the way down to 10. Now, I'm sure there was more than 50 in this city. It wouldn't be called a city, would it? It'd be called a village. Let's just say, let's just pull out a number. Let's say there were 5,000. That's less than Crockett has. For the sake of 5,000, all God wanted was 10 righteous. Now let's let's break those numbers down. Here's Kennard. Almost 400. If you count some of the outer line areas that called themselves a part of Kennard, you could push that up or up a little bit. The God I know and serve don't change. Hey, look, he just wants 10 righteous. All it takes is a few of us. All it takes is a few. We don't have to build big numbers. We don't have to worry about... Look, I want everybody to be committed to church. I want everybody to serve God with the same uh, fervency that, that we see in the Bible. I want everybody to feel the same way I feel. But it's not necessary for God's work to be accomplished. You see, that's all that's important. Yeah, I want them people not to be missing out on what they're missing out on. I hate it that they're missing it. They miss what's right in front of their face. Man, the glory of God can be in their life and the blessings of God can be on their life and they're missing it. 
but I don't have to have them for God's will to be accomplished. They, it's not necessary for us to have a hundred percent for God's work to be accomplished. Gideon had one. One percent. I had a look around tonight, I think we probably got more than one percent. And I guarantee if you went to other churches around here, you'd probably find more than one percent. You might get so lucky as to have ten percent. Man, what can God do with ten percent? God loves to use just a few. You know what I say to all that? God, that's what we got, so get after it. (laughs) We got us a few, so get after it. Use us. Let's get that kind of attitude. Just use us, God. Do it. See what we got? Here it is. Here I am, Lord. Just use me. Do what you want to do. Oh, let's just do whatever we can with what we got, right? See, God's not limited. Just because we think we're limited, just because we see uh, a lack in certain areas, God don't see lack. God doesn't have lack. God has abundance. God has greatness. He has power. He has might that is above and beyond what we can imagine. God doesn't have the same limitations that we conceive of. God says, okay, at least I got one or two willing ones. That's all I need. I just need somebody to say, here I am, send me. And we can move on.